Chris, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I am happy to have you on. I've known you a long time and you're an interesting person to me. Uh, you have a lot of energy. You say how you feel and I like that. Cool. Thank so uh, now other people get to know you and let's talk about you a little bit. Uh, first things first, introduce yourself and let's get going. I'm Chris Moniz. Uh, I own Keys of Key, uh, locksmith service in town. We build custom safes. We do uh, bars for windows and uh, any locksmith needs key copies, master copies, um, master keys for locks, changing locks, installation, everything. I'm a customer and you've built a safe at my house and gotten us unlocked when we've been locked out many times and I appreciate it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that being said, let's jump into you and who you are. Tell us how you learned about Nosara and your story getting here. I fell in love with Costa Rica my first time uh, coming. It wasn't Nosara though. What year um, was that? It was uh, 10 years ago. I came with a friend, he showed me uh, Costa Rica, a couple different spots, and then I wanted to live here. And I had a landscape business in the States. And uh, when, the next year I came back with a girlfriend and uh, we were trying to figure out where we could live here. And I locked my keys in the car here in Nosar. And it took eight hours to get a key sent from San Jose after arguing with the uh, car rental service. And uh, so I wasted a whole day of my two week vacation waiting for the key from San Jose on the bus. I get it. So the story is um, quickly being put together. Yeah, yeah. Your experience so get I, presented the opportunity. I also couldn't snorkel that day because my stuff was in the trunk um, with the keys. <laughs> so uh, when I was, as I got the keys back and I'm driving away, I said, well, that's what I, I could do that here. I can, I can be a locksmith. I have seen AAA open cars really quick. And Did you have any experience with it in the past? Zero, zero. Nice. I, was, I was a gardener. <laughs> um, so I went home, I sold my landscape business in the process, took a six month class doing locksmith. Uh, I got certified and came back and learned everything for real the Whoa, next year. <laughs> what a trip. Yeah. So 10 years ago, you took a big step. Now, why were you willing to take that step? It was something about Costa Rica must have um, caught you or something. Uh, for, I was a landscaper, so I like plants. I like flowers, trees, bugs, the ocean a lot too. Um, I like taking pictures of all that stuff. So it was, it was there's no better place, I think. Uh, I got you. Th this all making sense now. I'm yeah, starting to get it. Um, that's what got me to come for sure. And just make, make it feel like a place I had to be. I don't know. All right. So I've known you for years. I liked how when you came to town, you got involved. You also were opinionated and you smoked your mind. Yeah. And that for me sometimes, well, I don't know. What did I say the first time I met you in person? Uh, you were like, oh, Chris, I've been seeing your stuff on Facebook. Keep up the good work. But you've only been here a year or two. I, we, we can't be friends yet. No. <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think the vibe I was trying to say was probably... I want to be your friend. Stay involved in the community and stay active and we're going to be close. But anyone who's vocal and opinionated about small things online, I, I kind of have like some trepidation because... Uh, so it depends on the direction sometimes. And, and I also always. know why you said that because how many people have you... Uh, invested time with and then they lasted three months and left six months a year uh, I'm sure a bunch so there's a taxing I understood of that. Why. Yeah. yeah I meant I meant it well. yeah, yeah I didn't I wasn't that upset about it I laughed about it for sure <laughs> well it worked out you're here now yeah um, people coming in are the solution people taking action when they come in are the solution now the no so our gossip machine is strong and it's big yeah. we like to spread misinformation yeah not anything anything you might have heard you, you want to tell someone else but might not have been accurate the first time. So that's what happened. So a lot of people who live here feel they might know what's happening, uh, name it in the industry, and mean well. Yeah. But that information might get right. And some people don't see where that information is going to go. 
Like they don't think Correct. that it's going to be a negative thing when they say it, and then they realize or see something after, and they're like, oh. So that's my trepidation. I hope that they care after. I don't know if they do. <laughs> I guess, yeah, time will tell. <laughs> so that's my trepidation to anyone vocal at first. It's like, well, hold on. There's so many things that you can get riled up about or angry. Yeah. Um, and uh, again, most all of it's well-intended. Think, think, for example, how many people come in and learn that we have a crime problem. Yeah. And then they get fired. Wait, what? we got to do something about this. Well, Who's they doing should that? know about it. They, I mean, a little more maybe. A lot of people know, like, oh, there's robberies and stuff like that. But maybe we need to be telling them better how to secure and, you know. Well, so I have two points on this. One is the people coming in, we should let them know about the good and the bad of the place, I feel. Very the, transparent. The pros and cons right help. off the bat. And here's the main point I'd like to get across to people. The people coming in are the solution. The people who have been coming in the past couple of years are the ones that have the money, more money than wherever. Yeah. When you came in here, it was a bunch of competing organizations trying to get money extracted from the same spot. Right. With the new people coming in, for once, we have an opportunity. Now, we're all tired of the growth. We're tired of the noise. Yeah. We're tired of all these things. You didn't come here for this, yeah. nor did I. I can only hate on it so much, though. It's also now at a level, there wasn't enough houses for me to be sustainable yet when I started. Well, well I, couldn't, I couldn't handle the work either. It's the same thing for surf instructors. For Name any industry, yeah, it's the same all thing. all of us. But now there's such a volume of people here that there's a lot of doors and keys for me. There's a lot of people that learn to surf. There's a lot of people trying to buy, sell. There's a lot of all that. It's quadrupled even more than that. The uh, locals have a chance to actually have a good livelihood here in the town now, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. And we need to focus on that too, keep them incorporated and, and like keep them the ones working for us, the people that live here, you know? I yeah, think. exactly. So that so that so that's the first point. With growth comes some pain, but we probably should consider looking at the growth as best we can and do what we can with We're it. We're here you can't and so are they. It. We're here and so are they. Yeah, and and more, more people want to come in too. And who yeah. am I to be like, hey, I was here first. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people love to hold that seniority like, oh, well, you can't do that. I've been here for 10 years. Uh, and that doesn't mean you know right. <laughs> That's <laughs> or, starting to go away more when I first got here. It's like, oh, well, I've been here this long. I've yeah, been here yeah. this long. And people I'm cooler rank. than you kind of almost. Yeah, that reminded me of high school. I hated that. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So my, my second point, here's my question. What do you recommend to people coming into town as far as security and their system setups because here i remember the first house we built in costa rica in 2006 the builder handed us the keys and it was like 30 or 40 keys yeah um and it was like that for a long 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 time yeah but from keys from security from bars versus the glass like yeah. can you just walk us through and take this platform share what you want people to know i think bars are a good way to go but glasses i mean i get why you don't want them um they're they're stronger and they're intimidating whether they're stronger or not sometimes you know um i try and recommend people right off the bat at their building make only one or two entrance doors that lock from the inside and the outside and then you eliminate a lot of the keys you got to carry with you if all if, if your whole i can make the other keys let's say you have 10 other doors from like opening sliders and stuff to the pool or the patio or whatever i can make those all one key but you don't even need to take that key with you if it's not your entrance key you know what i mean um, and it, so you never lose it. You never this, like you never have issues like that. And then you can secure all the other doors as well from the inside, which are things that people, it's harder to attack. There's no lock, but those locks have to be secure. Those things behind the windows and the doors have to be secure and put in every time, whether it's a renter or an owner or what it is, um, which it's a lot sometimes, but if you're really worried about it or it's a repeated house that's had issues, um, you, you gotta be willing. Otherwise, stop buying expensive stuff i guess but uh, i think there's there's information there not everyone is willing or think that it's an issue until it does happen to them um but i do offer that too I, i'll come and give you a free evaluation of where your weak points are when i show up to your house and you're locked out if that lock it looks harder than your window 
and I go play with your window for a second and I get it to open, I'm going in your window, even as a professional locksmith. It took me way less time to do that. I'll climb in there and unlock it from the inside, no problem. But uh, that's also now they see that and they're like, oh, well, what do we do about that? This is what you should already have there. And yes, it would have been harder for me to get in, right. but uh, it's, it's worth the time because anyone else can do that too, you know? All right, so Chris, uh, you brought up an interesting point I don't hear mentioned all that much. Just a couple access points that are locked from the inside and the outside. Yeah. You don't need to be able to get into that back window and, or the back door ever. Like you never lock that and you're not out there you, or in and out, you know? You don't usually leave from the back of your house to, right, so to get in your car. Ingress and egress, is that the term? You're saying focus on that and that'll solve a lot of well, your issues. That first, yeah, because then it minimizes what you have to secure and strengthen, you know? That does make um, sense. So uh, slow, what, what other points would you like to get out there on, 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 this, on this subject? You can hide your stuff. If you have these, these uh, like smaller safes that you're buying at the Fedateria, they're, they're not going to, they have plastic handles and stuff like that. Like that's not going to hold your stuff in there safely. You're actually putting all of your expensive stuff in one easy to get into jackbox. Let me pause on that because when I first got here, what I noticed was every, get a safe, get a safe. But then you're buying hotel safes. Exactly. So that's what I was about to say. So within six months of being here, I knew of safes being cracked open fast. Faster or just than being, I do it sometimes. Just being taken away. Yeah. Um, and then I quickly grew to dislike safes because a lot of the rental clients that stayed have gotten, when they get robbed, all their good stuff was there. It was so, easy to find. If they knew where that safe was, let's say they didn't know where it was, if they saw it, they know you put everything in there. They won't even look anywhere else once they open that thing. So I want to ask you about that because at, at our house, like we had you come design a different safe yeah. for that very reason. But before that, I would just hide stuff indiscriminately. And I, I prefer when someone has that cheap safe, lock it, leave it locked. This way, when they get in there, they wasted time. And now they have to look for everything. And you don't have all of your stuff in one spot. You have them in different spots. You got to remember I started telling people leave a, a little bit of cash and a broken phone. Yeah. Or computer. A broken phone. Um, there's different ways to go about that. You well, could, either way, talk us through that because uh, you, you came in, we had, we had you built like a, a fortress. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the, something you do. Tell us yeah. about that. We started that the, the first year I was here and you know, slow season was a little slow and someone had asked me if I could build a safe and I said, sure I could. And they've evolved a lot since then. Um, we're actually coming up on a hundred safes here in Osara, custom safes. Congratulations. Um, now, yeah, what do you say if somebody awesome. gets robbed and that safe was hit? Does, do people ever blame you? Uh, My safes have never been broken into. Um, the one, there was one, but they didn't lock it. It's a, it's a three-stage lock, so when you just close it, it's not locked all the way. It's only that little bodega lock that, that little latch is the only thing holding it. Um, but we've had three other ones attacked and they weren't able to get in. One tried to get it off the wall and they didn't even put a mark in the door because they instantly, I guess, thought that we're not getting into this. Let's try and get it off the wall. And they couldn't get that one out either. Wow, that's um, got to be a good feeling, I would think. Oh, it feels great, yeah. Um, people call me, Chris, we got broken into it. And I'm like, oh, God. They're like, but they didn't get in the safe. Thank you so much. What a great product, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I got chills talking about it now. It's like, oh, it, it fucking works. Like, <laughs> so your conscience is clear and your pride is high as yeah. well when it comes to this. Yeah, and we're constantly improving. If we saw something which, like, oh, someone got in like that, okay, that needs a little more work. And um, from that first one to what they look like now, there's a big difference for sure. Nice. So it's, it's improving. What do you feel as a the most appropriate size and setup? Are you really just adjust? It's purposes? really, if some people are trying to do camera gear, some people want it padded for their laptops and they just want to be able to put them in there. 
Um, I've had I've opened I've done like a treasure chest kind of one where it opened from the top so that you can do uh, like all like they can put their stuff here there and here um, multiple shelves no shelves it's really what you're trying to store and the space you're trying to use um, also where we can connect good it's not a uh, gypsum wall or something like that a sheetrock wall uh, we try to connect to concrete we try and go through it if we can but if there's tile on the other side we have issues. Uh, but we, the ones that they've tried to get into were the ones that weren't all the way through and they weren't able to get it off still. Well, gotcha. Uh, and let's go over to Keys. Uh-huh. So talk us through Keys. Uh, what, what should people expect? Let's say they go to the beach, they lose their key. Uh-huh. What do they um, do? House Keys, we, we can get you in. I've also, um, <laughs> I have a metal detector. If you know whereabouts, I'll, I'll go help you try and find your keys. All right, so car keys at the beach, you got a metal car, detector. I mean, certain keys, it's hard. They uh, transponder keys, $300 keys that you need someone to recreate the code for the chip and everything like that. It's not here in Osari, it's not that yet. And maybe it will be us one day. What um, about to get into the car just to get their stuff or if they have I, a pet I, or something? I do that and the alarm screams sometimes. Um, if I can't help them find the key, if it's in the ocean, whatever it is. Um, obviously I try and get in the car and make sure it's not in there because you never know. People, people think this is how it happened and sometimes it's not that, you know, and especially in my business. I got you. So, so for cars, we've covered that. You'll try to help find the key and yeah, you can get I, them into the car. Anything to solution what the problem is, you know? Um, well, except for the, the, the fancy keys, that, that's not There's Yeah, there's... But you can get them in the car to get their wallet out or yeah, to get their stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Now for houses, let's talk us through that. Um, that's easier. I can always get in. Um, I try not to break anything first. I try and do it as easily as we can so that we can just rekey it or get your keys from inside, whatever it is. Um, but sometimes destructive entry is kind of needed, but we do that very smart too. We don't mess up the wood or anything. Uh, we try and take as much precaution, get in quick, easy, and then just replace. Gotcha. Um, so for cars you can get into, but houses, you can handle that. That's your bread and butter. That's where, yeah, yeah. That's where you're at. For sure. That I like sense. opening cars too. They're easy usually. <laughs> I guess not to sidetrack that. I was there, there's so many different styles of cars. I was just yeah. thinking. Yeah, there's a couple of certain tools that I can roll with and get most of them open. Gotcha. But houses, that's that's houses, a fastball down the. Yeah, some part. some locks I get to and I'm like, that could take me an hour and I still might not be able to pick that open. So here we go. Like, I'll try 15 minutes, see if it's easy. 20 minutes, and then we go to work and we've we've opened them all. So. Um, there's still new ones coming in. It's like, huh, I wonder what this looks like on the inside. And As we record this, do you have any type of standard pricing that you want people to know about in general? Or is it just no, case by case? Case by case. Usually it's for the time, um, like an emergency call during the week, eight to five is about 50 bucks now. Um, depending on if there's more work after that, is it just get in your car and your keys are in there? Yeah, 50 bucks, cool. Um, if it's a little further, it could be more. If it's six o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock. Late so at night. Adjust per situation and time. Yeah, for I sure. Mean, that Depending on sense. the lock, depend everything. That all makes sense. Um, on security stuff, but you have this platform. Is there anything else that you'd like to get out there? Something just did hit. Yeah, uh, I've uh, talking about how easy it is to get into places. Sometimes I've been to some of these brand new million dollar homes, and they're locked out. And I come up with a piece of plastic, like a big credit card trick, kinda, and I can slide it in the door and open the door, and the owner stands there scratching their head, like what? What was that? Like, you want to see it again? <laughs> and I show them, they're like, how did, how did my architect put that lock on there? I don't know. I don't know. And this is what you should do. And so they order the lock or they get the lock. I get the lock, whatever they need. Um, a lot of people are trying to go digital now, and that's part of the issue. Um, are you a fan of digital? I like them if you're not on the beach. Um, I lean more towards the mechanical ones, but you got to get the good ones because like, some of the cheaper ones go bad just as fast. Uh, as uh, as like a normal digital one, the battery ones, 
sometimes you can only get a year out of sometimes longer um and they're, they're pricey around here if you're not bringing got it them in. so if you're gonna go digital know that you're gonna have to change yeah. it and uh, if it's out on the front gate with no roof on it obviously you're gonna need something more than something with batteries no matter what kind of roof you put on it usually that's all good to know so I'm gonna ask you about you personally. Most of us know our likes of this place. Uh -huh. And actually, you can start with your likes of Nosara, but pretty much people can guess it. Um, but between nature, environment, community, surf, yeah. the beauty, that's kind of a lot of the same, same answers. So I guess, I guess my first question is, what's your favorite thing about this place? And then the main question I'd like to know is what you dislike about this place. That'd be more interesting to people who are okay. trying to learn the area or get to know you as a person. So start with a little bit of positive and then tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I was, I'll, I'll finish off positive too, probably. Um, this place has a certain energy to it. There's a, there's just a pull and there's a, a vibe of the people that you, if you're stuck on the side of the road, how many people stop for you, whether they know you or not? Um, in the United States, you don't stop when someone waves you down. That's elite. Like they might shoot you, you know, or like they, they might be trying to rob you here. It's it's different. Um, you pick up people, you know, you you try and help because we're all in the same jungle struggle, you know, even though it's just living in the jungle. Um, there's something to be said for that, for sure. So for you, the biggest like is the the, the people and the vibe. And it's not everyone. But no, let's go to the negative. Some people will uh, completely they're just like tunnel vision and they're you're in their world and whatever you're doing doesn't seem right you know kind of stuff sometimes whether it's on the road or not but like common courtesy sometimes is lacked whether it be gringo or local um it's that's usually on the gringo side more i think or the 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 uh the like the the people coming in you know the pura vita thing praticos is real it is yeah and i grew up you always hear aloha and i just got so used to the saying so when i was here i was like oh it's just a saying yeah no, they actually use it every day. Yeah. Like, and they use it in so many different ways. I've had Pura Vida used negatively. Yeah. They've definitely... That was going through my mind speak, as I was saying You that, try and speak some back in the day and still sometimes some crappy Spanish. Like, they don't answer nothing. They say Pura Vida. And they're like, here, here you go. Get out of here. Like, I don't have time for you right now. <laughs> like, well, they're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's I get honest. it. Um, other negatives, maybe... Uh, I don't know. Uh, there's not a lot for me. For me, I've got... My big strong one is the amount of gossip and misinformation that happens and again i, I, I struggle with that i, I really try don't. and stay above it um people can say all they want and it, it's got nothing to do with me whether it's, whether it's about me or not I, I lead with my how i am and i don't change i'm very consistent uh, i try to be uh helpful in any way i can for anyone even complete strangers and i just i ride the way i am and so far it's been all right for me well, that's uh, pretty good i've right, definitely so been screwed a few times by overreaching but um you learn those lessons too so you're at peace with everything for the most part yeah um i think so all right i'll clarify the question <laughs> there's got to be more <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was that was too soft you're more of a hard-hitting edgy guy which i prefer and you're pretty authentic from what i can tell what is your least favorite thing about this place you want me to complain about the dust you we normally hear road dust uh, misinformation. Misinformation is a big one. I mean, no, I'm asking, asking yours though. That's my yeah. misinformation is mine because uh, in my line of work, there's there's big effects on either side of the misinformation. It spreads long and it spreads hard and it's normally the game telephone. I mean, when we're oh, ten years old. Yep. I mean, it's a, that, that's very much alive and well. And also, I think most of it's well intended. I think most of the misinformation. You think that, and maybe that's why it upsets you. Maybe. 
maybe it's not well intended. Maybe people are naive and they say things whether they think it's going to hurt or not. And they're not always right. Maybe that's why you're so upset about it. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. <laughs> Something to think about maybe though. I'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs> Next year, come back and we'll see if I progressed on this point. Chris, you were so right. No, no. <laughs> no let's, well, let's go back to yours. What, what, it, um, dust is a finance. I'm to come up with one. I'm not even that worried about the dust. I feel like you kind of like it. You ride your bike around and be all exciting. Yeah, bike, truck, they're both loud. and It's better than landscaping back back home. Yeah, I mean, I still love landscaping. I mean, I've actually brought some of that into my life for the, uh, like, just not overdoing it like it was in the States, like 80 houses. I have one house that I take care of. I'm cutting grass again. I'm cutting bush, uh, trimming hedges and weed whacking. And I love that. I'm up there with a the huh. view. It's quiet when the motors up. Well, hey, it's good off. that people are hearing this right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you'll get some more of that. Yeah, and that might be something down the road, maybe another maintenance company. That makes but, sense. Yeah, it's easy at, once you have what you need. Interesting. Huh. All right, moving forward. Yeah. What are your... <laughs> I can't get a negative, I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, that's all right. What are your three favorite restaurants and what do you like to get there? All right. So I, I like Chiva. That's probably my favorite. Just the... That is part like family for me. That's where um, I see you the most. Yeah. Uh, less than I was. I, I, I did live behind there when they first started there. That was my first six months here as well, uh, which was cool. I got to know all of them and some of the, a lot of them don't even work there anymore, but all the ones that, uh, are still there that I know pretty well. Well, so what do you like at Chivo? Uh, always like the burgers. The wings are always fire. Uh, Red Lantern's got some good stuff too. The Bodega Club for lunch. There's a good, good amount there that I like. Okay. So that's one. Um, What's next? Salahi's probably out okay. by the airport. Nice. That's a, that's a banger, and you can go there with the whole family and uh, definitely eat for less than you can anywhere here in Guiones, I think. Yeah. It's a cool place. Um, really, it's really, really awesome. Special yeah. place. And if you're there in the afternoon or morning and you see the planes, with, if you're with like friends, even even though I've seen it a bunch of times, seeing that plane take off and land is, is pretty cool. Um, Rancho Tico is a classic. They, it's, there's no miss on that menu. Um, again, cheap, affordable. Um, there's a couple more that I didn't frequent so much that I've, uh, I've just started trying again, but I thought they were super expensive up in the hill. Uh, Tierra Magnifica is pretty awesome. I was just up there recently. Oh, yeah. New- I didn't realize it, it wasn't, uh, crazy expensive, you know, and, it, and you get treated like you're there, like crazy expensive place. I don't know. Oh, those are good shout outs. Maybe what? the burger place at Gabby's pretty good too. What's it called? Oh, oh, their Argentinian place. Yeah. The sushi place is good. They got a lot of good stuff at Gabby's too. Not no shortage of restaurants here. huh? Yeah. Gabby's, everyone can be happy. You go there with a group. What do you want? Oh, go get it. That's a good point. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. If you're with a big group, that's a good spot. All right. How's your surfing or water time doing? What are you doing for fun? I need to be in the water more. Um, I miss spearfishing and snorkeling. I haven't done that since I got here. Um, I have gotten my body surfing sessions in, but not as much as I'd like. Um, what do we rainy do season, to get you I stay out? out of the water a little. Uh, I don't know if you want to start unlocking some houses for me. I'll get one. back to it. It's you, you find your balance and then, you know, you fluctuate with how busy you are sometimes. What piece of advice would you give to people? And it doesn't have to be security related. It can't be. Yeah. But what piece of advice would you give to people coming in? Or what do you want them to know the most? Like, uh, I want you to try and so- expose yourself to it. Um, try and expose yourself as much as you can in the culture and maybe try and maybe not become more of that but maybe the way that they're so good at using less you know what i mean uh that could be very beneficial for us in all different avenues so learn from the people who live here and, and see, the locals and see what some of us it's, how can they survive on what we assume they're getting paid some some people you know and but they're happy as hell you know they and how how why why are some people that are more comfortable not able to find that happiness 
with as much as they can buy and you know what I mean? Maybe we need to check out what they're doing right. Like go to sunset, go to these mountain spots and just stop and look at the view. Um, I don't know, that's one thing. Uh, be open to learning and be ready for the ride because the jungle is gonna bend you over a few times and give you a couple, <laughs> couple good ones for sure. <laughs> It'll make sure you wanna be here. My number one rule for living here is don't make sense. Yeah, don't expect anything. <laughs> Um, like if you follow logic and need things to go in order and sequential this might not no, be the right spot no you you can say well this would make sense on this is how the order of the stopping at supers or trying to get supplies to do something all right here's your order but you're probably gonna end up going back to that other one because that was actually better than what they had at that one but it wasn't what you wanted like there's i don't know there's a lot of loops around sometimes with like the uh just trying to get what you need you know yeah, yeah, I do know. <laughs> just for your lasagna or whatever the one thing is that night. I don't know. Um, or just going to the bank. Yeah. Oh. Or a mechanic. Oh, well, that'll be quick. Yeah. Never. I've sat in there a bunch of times. I've gone home and taken a nap and come back and my number still wasn't called and I was two away from being called. Yeah. There's a lot of good uh, good things and some things you got to laugh about or you got to stress out about and and lose your rhythm. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> that's know? really good advice. That's actually. If it made any sense, yeah. No, it really did. I, I think you give great advice. Is learn to roll with the flow. Know that things aren't going to go in order. Yeah. It's going. You're going to be inconvenienced if you spend time here. Yeah. And I would add to that, make sure those problems are okay and you're willing to deal with them compared to the problems of where you're from. Right. Like if you're moving here to escape stuff, it has a way of following you. But also people want to bring that here too. I don't know. They're like, oh, we love this place, but why doesn't it have this? That happens Because it's not that place that you came from. Like you don't need to make it that let's, let's get our small things we need and like certain things built up, but we don't need everything we have in the States. We don't want that. Right. That's why we left like, or the Canada, you know? Well, like, <laughs> I would say anyone listen, I would say what we need is the people coming in or the people here to participate and get involved. I'd like, I hope so. That's, that really is needed. Cause they the can solution. come in with as much as they have or don't have and not to bat an eye at any of the problems or yeah. any, anything that they can help. Well, I want to thank you for coming on. Uh-huh. I want to thank you for coming here and getting involved. Remember all the Bombero Always. stuff you did and yeah, all yeah. the calls to action. That's I miss that a lot. <laughs> well, again, that, that earned my respect. Yeah. So whenever the rumor mill's doing its thing or if I hear this or that about you, all I know is you got involved with service and I yeah. really appreciate that and you've been fine with me as far as a service provider and I appreciate that too. Yeah. And I hope more people come in and dive into this place and give back. Like give, giving yeah. back and getting involved is the solution. I agree completely. I couldn't agree more. So try and find out that one thing you want to do. You, you can do way more than one. But if there's one th- area that hits home for you, help. No matter what it is, time, money, um, advice, anything. Just, just try and make connections through it too. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, man. Awesome. <laughs> yeah.